So, B-Stars, this episode starts out with somebody getting their ass ate. Well, we see the aftermath of somebody getting their ass ate. It's a crime scene that's being shown on the news, and everybody's watching it on TV. I find that they have TVs really interesting. I'm trying to place the time period this show takes place in. Because I don't remember seeing too many cell phones or smartphones. There might have been, but my brain is just kind of forgetting it now that I'm that this episode's world building was did such a good job of fucking me up in the right way. When there's lighting rigs, right, for plays and stuff, but again, you'd think a bunch of teenagers be running around with smartphones. So maybe this is slightly before that. Hey, it's modern times where we don't have cell phones. That makes the story too easy. Like somebody mentioned, like if Game of Thrones had cell phones, then none of the problems in Game of Thrones would have happened. Same thing with like The Walking Dead, right? If there was cell phones reception in The Walking Dead, they wouldn't have any issues. So maybe this is something that was omitted on purpose to kind of give the show more drama so the carnivores are watching the show and like the herbivores get queasy and they're like ah we gotta go fam we're gonna leave you carnivores alone for a minute i don't feel comfortable right now hanging out with you guys and jack starts to worry and so lagoshi pets him and i'm like thank god thank god somebody did it i'm so glad that lagoshi pet jack for us he truly feels like the audience surrogate at that moment so a girl's getting like bullied because by a bunch of herbivores because carnivores oh no you know they're uncontrollable animals that just can't help themselves but bite people lagoshi goes in his mind immediately to start thinking about what he should do because he stops and then he actually actively starts to think about what he should do while this girl's getting attacked and he's like hmm and like the jeopardy music starts playing in the background and i'm like lagoshi this is not fallout this is, you don't have the vat system you better do something for this girl before she gets attacked he actually does think quickly and he gets there and he's like oh this is my little sister he sees her and he's like oh shit we don't look anything alike bro they said she was a gray wolf what the fuck because <laughs> she has like shaggy ears and her fur is a little bit more on the burgundy side and he's like what the fuck dude but he's like oh no nah, we look like each of our parents don't worry about it and they were like sure and he manages to save the day i mean even if that's not her brother all he had to do was show up and be like back the fuck up i'm like seven feet tall and I will fuck your day up and they probably would have left but then he also probably would have gotten in trouble for being a threatening jerk right they would have turned the tables and like this mean old carnivore showed up and was mean he might make shit worse if he showed up and was like hey what the fuck let's fight so I'm glad Lagoshi used his brain because I definitely probably would have gotten if it was me I would have gotten uh detention or suspended to go get some supplies for meteor day the carnivores or a few carnivores from the arts from the art and drama club are sent out to go and get some stuff and the herbivores like why can't we go out to the outside world louis like use your fucking head there was everywhere you got attacked stupid we're only sending the carnivores out but don't go to the black market it's a thing that's so well known that you just say it if i was gonna go on my way to school right you know, I've been going to school by myself since I was young, traveling, you know, across New York. My mom would never say, but don't go to the black market. The black market has never came out of my mother's mouth ever <laughs> at all. You know, the black market's a carefully guarded secret. When he said the black market, two things popped in my brain. One was the black market from Hellboy, which this was a lot like. And two, the black market in Two Stupid Dogs, which I realized Two Stupid Dogs, the cartoon, has more of a stranglehold in my life than I thought. A lot of the things that I think about or reference are references to Two Stupid Dogs. And it's like, I didn't think that dumb show impacted my life so much. But here I am. I guess I love Two Stupid Dogs. Secret Squirrel. Again, this episode of Wonton the Panda. Speaking of pandas, panda's gonna come back in this episode. Wonton the Panda, you couldn't beat him up because he was an endangered species. Well, in order to go and fight him, Secret Squirrel went to the black market. It's just like a supermarket. Like, he just went to a Pathmark where he got his shopping cart and he's taking missiles and stuff off the shelf and putting it in his shopping cart. It gave me those exact vibes when they said black market. This one, it's even more brazen than the black market in Hellboy, actually, because it's in the open. It's just in an alleyway in the, down the street. It's like you turn the street and you're in Little Italy kind of thing. It's not very well hidden at all. There's no curtains, nothing. It's just, here's the delicious smell of cooked meat out in the open. If you're a cop, you can just walk by there and go, excuse me, 
what is this? And I'm sure there's some carnivore cops that may go uh, look the other way because I, I want to go. I go there occasionally to get my fix. They say, like, oh, carnivores have to use this to stay sane in this world where they only eat, like, fake processed meat. My husband said it's the morally gray market because they're, like, cadavers. They're not hunting people down and killing them and murdering them. But, I mean, you don't know that. Like, that's what they tell you, that this is this is farm-to-table kind of meat. But they could mean, oh, this person that got that went missing, don't know what happened to them. Anyway, would you like a rack of lamb? Some people at the black market could be lying to you. Also, there's a man that's down on his luck on the outside of the black market that fucked me up. It was the darkest thing in the episode. Yeah, they're selling cadavers, but that didn't fuck me up as much as the guy who's selling his fucking fingers for money. He's begging them, like, oh, eat it in one bite, because it's going to be less painful that way, right? Than some fucking weirdo nibbling on your fingers to savor it. Bill's, like, fucking just slams his money down and go, like, yes, I'll take your whole stock. And Lagoshi's like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Bill? And Bill's like, do you not know me by now? This is my thing. And before this, they all go to McDonald's and have a good time. And Bill talks about how, like, oh, he wants to dump this girl because, you know, she doesn't think about me while we're banging. Like, she's too busy pleasuring herself. Bill, that's your problem he says but her tail pattern is really nice so i'm gonna stick with her it's like yo bill i hope that you guys are just friends with benefits because i couldn't hate for her to be actually dating your punk ass bill bill i want to have like a a sit down and a face-to-face with this dude like a a come to jesus with bill but i don't think the dude understands anything but violence but even then like Lagoshi beat his ass. Did he learn anything? No. Also, we learned that you need to have a flyer's license to fly, which is interesting. And, I, and, I, and you know what? That makes sense. You don't want a bunch of idiots, you know, cluttering up the skies that don't know what they're doing. People think about flying cars a lot in real life. And it's like, do you know how hard it is to get people to drive correctly? There's no way we need a sky cluttered up with fucking death machines. No, thank you. You keep your flying cars. It makes sense that uh, people would need a flying license. You also probably don't want people who could fly flying by your window where you're trying to do something that you probably don't want them to see. You know what I mean? I guess everybody in this world will have to have curtains. Like, look, I want to get down and dirty, but I also like to see the sights. There's also probably a, a limit to how fast you can fly. Some birds can fly really fucking fast. Stuff like that. I get it. But I would love to know more about the world. When they was like, oh, flyer's license, black market. I was intrigued. I was so hyped to see this. Uh, Lagoshi freaks out because of all the tasty smells, all this delicious ass meat. And he, like, passes out outside the, the thing. And he gets captured by this panda who is just my favorite character design in the show. That I, I love him. So this panda finds Lagoshi and is like, yo, you motherfuckers are addicts. And look, here's some pictures of some addicts. Some people try to eat themselves. And it reminded me of Pizza the Hut, right? Who ate himself to death. World, this society must suck. Like, you think that if you lived in this world, you'd love to be a carnivore. How cool is that? Like, man, I would love to be a tiger like Bill. Because he's cool. Tigers are cool. Living for them must suck. You're restricted in your diet because of you don't want to eat your neighbor. You must get treated like shit because people just think that you're a, a savage. Let's say Lagoshi, say he, he hits it off with, the, with I'm going to say Ka- Kyrie again, but it's Haru. What if he hits it off with Haru? They become an item. They get married. They have kids. What's stopping him from eating those delicious little rabbit nuggets? That must be a thing that must bother him his entire life. Unless they give birth to some weird hybrids, or if, if they can have kids at all. I'm thinking with the way biology works in the show, they probably can't have kids. But what if they adopt a bunch of rabbits? He eats them. I'm really intrigued on how this works. And he's like, look, I'm a panda. I don't gotta eat meat. I can just survive off bamboo. He's a bamboo and working out is how I live. I'm straight at It very much seems like a drug addiction, the meat situation. It sucks because it's not comparable. You know, you need this shit to survive. Like, nobody needs heroin some of these animals like need meat right like dogs can get by off eating kibble i'm sure it's it's why like keeping like animals like wild animals like tigers and shit in captivity is fucked up because they need a certain amount of calories 
and some of that needs to be protein. It's hard. The, the whole thing is difficult. I know some people that raw feed their dog. Yeah, you can feed them chickens and stuff, sure. But what happens when your neighbor is a chicken? Also, the panda took pictures of Lagoshi, which I'm concerned about. Like, that's gonna probably get back to someone or get into a newspaper or something. I'm kind of scared about how, where those pictures are gonna end up. Also, the Dr. Panda gives Lagoshi some fine literature to read. He's like, hey, check this out, man. If this turns your crank, okay, you might not want to eat her. But this may not be love or lust. It may just be hunger, bro. Be careful. You have to break ties and never see this girl again. Like, but she goes to my school. What the fuck am I supposed to do? It hits you in the same way that uh, I don't want to say what show it hits you like because I don't want to spoil it. Mystery box, man. It's so good. Thanks for listening.